Welcome to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So stay with us as right now we present. That's the one. Arrest her officer. She's the one who's dropping rocks all over the place in, <laughs> in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm chucking say, rocks. Let's say, let's say, I, I hope on them. And so she's, <laughs> she's, she's giving people a, a sense of, of hope when none should exist. They're in Pennsylvania after all. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so, Hello, Kevin. Kevin. How are you? <laughs> I'm all wound up and got nowhere to go. So how are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. I'm good. And we were talking about uh, your uh, nuggets of hope, which is uh, something that you, is becoming a thing, by the way. There's there's some person that looks incredibly like you that is on YouTube a lot and, <laughs> and doing nuggets of hope with and just these little shorts and stuff. It's really kind of cool. Yeah, I'm having fun with it. Yeah, you know, and I just, I was like, well, you know, let's just give this a whirl. So I'm making a lot of shorts and it's just, some of it's just little little shorts to make you smile, you know, with animals and puppies and ducklings and stuff like that. Just something that makes you smile because sometimes that's exactly what you need that day. You just need that little bit of sweetness. And to me, that's a nugget of hope. Just that little bit of sweetness. That's something that makes you go, oh, and then it makes you takes you out of your mess for just a minute. You know, Where do you get the puppy dogs and the kitties to do that? Is that something you just pick up online and and? and I just find them. Yeah, I just yeah. you have to make sure that they're not, um, you know, like copyrighted by somebody. Yeah, well, a little time and is a little time involved in it actually. <laughs> a little. <laughs> can you tell? A little time involved, but I mean, I, I enjoy it. I do it late at night because I don't sleep well, so. You know, I'll find myself on my computer at eleven thirty at night and be like, "Ah, let's look up some of these little videos." So, and they make me smile. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so and if they'll make you smile, they'll make anybody smile. That's right. That's right. So, you know, a nugget of hope can be all sorts of things. So, people actually go to bed before eleven thirty. I, I, I had no idea. I, I, I've heard tell that they do. <laughs> I can't because, you know, it's it's weird because during the day I will have several moments where it'll be, I'll get tired and I'll, I'll want to go lay down or whatever and, and stuff. But late at night, for some reason, it's like, woohoo, let's go, baby. Me too. I, I hit a wall around three o'clock in the afternoon because I'll, I I'll and I just because I go to bed late, but I still get up early. I'm, I'm still up by six o'clock and walking the dog doing my thing and i'm usually at my computer working doing something between 7 seven thirty, and then ar around two three o'clock i hit a wall and i'm like i'm done and you feel like you want to take a nap but then you know 11 p.m comes and i'm wide awake <laughs> you know, i'm like what's going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> well <laughs> I, I i don't know how, how you do this but i live i live alone and uh, I'll be doing this all day and talking to my team and doing the stuff that I'm doing. And then I will um, sit down in front of the TV. I've got a recliner that's there and I watch a little CNN and then a little and, and then I'll maybe plug in a movie. Ooh, I just dated myself. You don't plug in movies anymore. You stream movies. Right. 
And so uh, I might stream a movie or something like that. And the cool thing about doing that is even when I buy it, they can last me two or three days mm-hmm. because I fall asleep in, within the first 30 minutes the first time then I stay <laughs> awake or fast forward the first 30 minutes so I can catch the second 30 minutes or 40 minutes yep. and, and stuff. And then, and then there are days when, when I'll just, that's where I will sleep and I'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning. Oh, time to go to bed now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what happens when you get when you get a little older, but that's you know, that's that's really cool. But you know, I, I love the work that you do. You've also got a podcast, um, which and which is growing. And I, I love I love the name of it. Give us the name of it. And it's called Let Fear Bounce. And I did kind of rebrand it just a little bit at the beginning of this year. Um it's called Let Fear Bounce, and then a little byline, little tagline is tossing nuggets of hope. So oh, perfect. So at the end of each episode, I ask my guests to, you know, share what they would like to put out there as a nugget of hope to the listeners. And and all of the guests have really enjoyed doing that. So that's something I started at the beginning of this year, 2023, and it's going pretty well. And it's fun. It's fun to hear because I toss it at them. I don't typically tell them I'm going to ask them to do that at the end. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, we get to like the last five minutes. I'm like, hey. I'd love to hear what little nugget of hope you would like to toss out to our listeners. So if you could just toss out a nugget to them Beautiful. and they'll be like, Oh, Oh, you know? but then they always come up with these amazing, beautiful things. And so I'm thinking, you know, everybody, everybody is able to provide hope to someone. Yep. And that's really what we're in the business of doing. Right. Is, you know, is is uh, you can, I mean, you can be, uh, a, a push your entire life. And some people choose to do that, but I choose to, you know, I want to be happy and I want to give hope to folks that, that things are going to be okay. Uh, right. it, we all can use a little bit of that. Uh, by the way, I show them the card that you are, are doing now. Yeah, it's brand new. I have to see if I can, I don't know if you can see it. I can. It's a nugget of hope. It's a card. And then on the back of the card, you've got a little saying, um, the world is a better place because you are in it. I love that. Are you going to start distributing those? I am. I am. I was actually, cause well, you and I've talked before and I've got my little actual stones, my actual little nuggets of hope. I still carry those around. I still hand those out to people. But I've been asked to speak at a rather large event next month. And I'm like, I'm not going to haul like a big bucket of nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) First off, it would be heavy. (laughs) It would be heavy. And you don't need that many stones in your life. Right. That's right. Um, So and there's it's a rather large event. And I wanted to be able to have something that someone could just pick up off a table and take with them if they so choose. So I got these little cards made and they're just little, they're not even the size of a a business card. They're slightly smaller than a business card square, little square, think two and a half inches by two and a half inches square. And I thought, you know, how perfect and people can take them, keep them in their wallet for themselves or when they're out and about, they can turn around and hand it out to someone. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful idea and it also makes it affordable for you because those stones are expensive 
Um, they are. They are. They're not. Uh, they. They're. You know, well, there's a cost for all of it. Um, but. Well, what I really like is the card. You can put that saying on the back, but you can also put other sayings on the back as well. Yes. So you can create a, a whole uh, dynamic of a, of a nugget of hope with all of these different sayings on the back of them. Um, and, uh, and, and create something that would be really cool. And, and I think some of my listeners would like to know how they can get a hold of those, but, uh, uh you're I'm in the process actually of, you know, you're everything you're saying, I'm sitting here nodding my head. I'm in the process of figuring out just what sayings I want on the back. Cause I do want to make little, so if, Hey, someone wants a dozen of just these ones, I'm going to make up these little packages of them. Because everybody should, you know, and, and, you know, it could be anything, but this just happens to be what I'm choosing to do. My little stones and these little cards, but how fun they're already made for you, done for you. And you can, you know, pick and choose once I get them all together. And I'll well, let you know, Kevin, I'll let you know, Kevin, when I do that, um, when I have them all together. But yeah, I just, I'm like, I'm actually excited about it because everybody that I've given so far when I'm a little stones to, people are starting to people are starting to comment in, in my local area where I live because that's where I hand them out, you know, when I'm grocery shopping or doing errands and people are starting to, uh, they, I'm, I'm the hope lady. Yeah. You know, they're like, Hey, I heard you on, or I, I saw your YouTube or I would li I heard you on your podcast the other day or cause I also do a local radio show for <laughs> veterans. I've been doing it for like 12 years. It's a once a week. And um, it's on a classic rock radio station. And so I've been talking about, you know, hey, I'm going to chuck a nugget of hope at you today. And so people have started hearing that on that, too. So it's kind of it's fun because why why wouldn't we want more hope in the world? And I'm just, you know, I started in my my little slice of the world, but it's going to ripple out. And here I am talking to you. You're on one coast. I'm on the other coast. And what did I say earlier? We can blanket the country with hope. From sea to shining sea. Yes, ma'am. See? See how that is? I think it's awesome. And I, I don't know. I'm kind of jazzed about it. Well, I, as well, as well, you should be, because, you know, I believe that we can all do something that's within our heart. And I don't know for a fact, but I'm willing to guess that this just magically showed up in your life one day when you were just hot and out. And then the, the idea just hits you. And that was your inspiration speaking. Hello. Hello, young lady. Hello, Kim. This is your inspiration speaking. Don't hang up. I've got a special message from you from the other side. And they're saying nuggets of hope. And, uh, and this is how you can contribute one person at a time to making our world a better place. And I think, I think what you're doing is fabulous. When it, it, it pretty much mirrors what you're doing with positive talk. Yeah. We're, we are both doing the same kind of thing, although I don't have any nuggets. So you need to get some nuggets. <laughs> that sounded so strange. <laughs> I no longer have any nuggets. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
when you get to be a certain age and you no longer have your nuggets, then <laughs> you know that time. I, I'm sorry. I could go on like that for like hours. And, stuff. I and I could too, because I'm cheesy that way, but we probably shouldn't. Probably, <laughs> probably not, but it, it's, you know, it's, it's great fun. I love, I love working with you and, and, uh, and uh, just, just us, us getting together and to have these, these little fireside chats are just really, really fun. And because uh, you, you, you're, you've got a great heart. Your heart is in the right place. Um, I am hopeful. I, I'm going to put this out there. If you are a veteran and you're listening to this podcast and you want to know how you can support other veterans, I have an answer for you. Her name is right there. She does a weekly radio show. She speaks to veterans all the time. She's an advocate for people who can't be an advocate for themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you would like to support her and her work and you have the means to do it, we're not talking about a billion dollars. We're talking about a thousand bucks a month. If you, if you, if you have the means to be able to do that and you want to support your fellow veterans uh, in their pursuit of a better life, I can't think of a better person to be associated with than Kim Langling. So I want you to uh, pick up the phone and or to send her an email. And you can email her at Langling authored at, uh, oh my gosh, you've got my, I'm all, okay. <laughs> I got you discombobulated. You do. I'm, I'm almost in tears because you completely surprised me with that. Well, how do they get a hold of you, my friend? Langlingauthor at gmail.com. Langlingauthor at gmail.com. You know, I can, I can often tell when somebody is real and somebody is genuine and somebody really means from the bottom of their heart for what they are doing and they care an enormous amount for the work that you're doing. Uh, you know, and I wasn't, I didn't know that I was going to go here either. But, Gosh, but, I'm sitting here crying. You big poo head. <laughs> well, but the, 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 <laughs> I've been called a poo head before. It's not that bad. It really isn't, Oh, uh, but you are, but it's, 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 you know, I don't know how you feel about it, but I, I am, um, I'm never comfortable with praise. I know. I know. It's, it's, that's why it's, we're doing it. It's we're, hard. I mean, it's like, I'm just doing my thing. You know what I mean? That's why we're <laughs> doing what we are doing because we are people pleasers and we want to please people and everybody have a good time and, and stuff like that. And when, when people I'm learning. Now, when people say things like, like an Alignable, which is a, um, a service, I've got like 60, 60 uh, um, really, really nice reviews and stuff. Yeah, uh, no, I see them. I'm on Alignable as well. And and so people are, are really encouraging. And so I'm getting better at saying, yes, I'm, I'm thank you. And the, I know, the, that's, it's hard to just say thank you. It is. I always feel like I have to qualify it. You know, oh, yeah, I just do it. And I have people tell me, Kim, just say thank you. That's all. And for me, that's my mother talking. 
when, ah. when for because for me it was always I, whenever I got praise, especially from her, the praise went kind of like this. Boy, you played a really nice game today, but so it got to the point where I all I heard was but no 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 whatever. yeah um and yeah so, and so and for a long time if somebody said I want to genuinely thank you for what you're doing um I it's easy for me because of that negativity that's in my background it's easy for me to say okay so what's your angle yeah it's that but dot 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 yeah. yeah what's your angle why are you trying to be nice to me why are you buttering me up what do you want money i don't have any money you know whatever it is right no i get it i i completely understand um also though i did want to say since you you mentioned the alignable thing um which has really nothing to do with what I'm going to say, but <laughs> um, your YouTube channel, your Positive Talk YouTube channel, you've surpassed a thousand subscribers. Yay! Yes. That, that is exciting. <laughs> I bought my 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 uh, train whistle. <laughs> that's a win. No, that's yeah. exciting. A thousand subscribers. That's a that's like a. A little milestone thing there to hit that's awesome it is it is and yeah it's one, it's one quarter of the way to being able to um actually do what they call monetizing it uh, the it rest hit four thousand four thousand listener hours so listening um, hours but you you had to hit you have it has to be a thousand subscribers and four four thousand hours right both yes both so you're you're partially there partially there and now it's just a matter of uh getting more people to listen and you know there's 430 440 shows so you certainly folks you know i did the <laughs> you you'll get a kick out of this i did the math because you know i do this all the time and between positive talk radio and my independence report there are 900 episodes wow you can if you started listening to every episode you could start today 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You won't be done for 37 days. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. So how many years have you been doing this? I've been doing, um, um, I started uh, my independence report in like 19, I think. Um, but that's that's really not fair because I also had, I, I took some shows that I did in 2003, repackaged them like Neil Donald. Oh, okay. Walsh. Neil Donald Walsh is up there, and and uh, Gary Zukov, and 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 a bunch of other ones, uh, and so I, I put those up first, and then I started doing shows. And it's as you know, it is a journey yeah. because we're we're all trying. And I don't know. Well, let me ask you my my whole mission is I want my podcast to be financially successful so that it can continue. Not to make money, but so <laughs> continue because of the work that I'm doing. And and you you feel the same way, don't you? I feel exactly the same way. I, I didn't start the podcast to sit there and say, um, I'm going to become like this famous influencer. <laughs> you know I, that was not 
that was not my mindset and still not almost what two and a half two two and a half years later but um, you are you're becoming that whether you want to or not i if if that's the case then it's organic it's it's going exactly how it's supposed to go in its own time that's not something I don't sit here and now, and we, we both know there are podcasts out there. They've got these, they've got money behind them. They've got corporations behind them and they just look at the numbers, right? You know, this, 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 you've got to hit this, this, this by this time and this time me, it's like, you know, it, the name of my podcast is called let fear bounce. And I want those that listen to it to take something from it, something positive, take that little nugget of hope and I want them to know the main reason I do it is I want people that are listening, even if it's just one person that gets it, that says, you know, wow, my life has been sucking lately. And then they hear one of my guests or something, you know, my guest or myself might say on there and it might be that little spark, you know, just that little pinprick of light. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm doing it. Let fear bounce. That's why I'm doing that. I have had, uh, just like you, I've had amazing people. I'm, gosh, ridiculously blessed by the people I've had on my show. And the ones that are upcoming. I'm just, you know, it, it's very interesting. It, it's interesting, the people that are approaching me now saying, hey, I'd love to be a guest on your show. Mm -hmm. That I'm being asked instead of me having to search. So that was kind of, <clears throat> you know, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is new. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised, you know, and people were like, why are you surprised? I'm like, well, that's, I don't know. That's just me. That's I'm doing something from the heart. I'm not looking at it from the checkbook. Well, you, know? you and I, one, one of these days it'll come out exactly how my financial situation has, has helped me do this. But I can tell you this is that you do what you do because it's in your heart to do it. And I do the same thing. And, and it's, it's because of that, that it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter how many people necessary or necessarily are listening, uh, that the right people will find you and the, the universe will take care of all of that. I had a, a lady, um, a couple of weeks back and this has happened a lot on the, on the radio show. Um, because as, as you know, I do the podcast and I do a radio show. And uh, she said, you know how um, some people, they like to get into their car and they will uh, scan the dial. Now, I don't know if you ever do that. I don't personally, but there are people that there's a button apparently. <laughs> on yeah, there that. is. I, I very rarely do it. But yes, I know where you're going with this. Yep. <laughs> and, and, they, and she said, you know... <clears throat> I don't know why, but I was just scanning the dial and it stopped on your station. I heard what you were talking about and I stopped. This was made for me today. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, well, you're welcome because this was, you know, if, if this was your, if this is what you needed to hear today, then I'm glad that you got to hear that. Because yeah. that, that for me, that, that, that made my whole day. Yeah. I've gotten the same thing from either something that's online on my Facebook page or um, I, I do get comments on my YouTube channel and you know, they'll send me a private message or something just saying I needed that today. Thank you. And that's it. Just something simple. And I'm like, see, that's why I'm doing it right there. Yeah. 
And I don't need to know. I don't need to know their whole story. No. You know, just it's it's tossing nuggets out there, little nuggets of hope. And by golly, if more people did it, could you imagine how different the world would be? That's my contention is that mm-hmm. uh, is that we are is that ultimately and in totality we are all one and if we were to recognize the fact that we are all one we are all brothers and sisters it doesn't matter who we love it doesn't matter what color we are it doesn't matter what language we speak that we are all the same and we are um products of the divine and if we recognize that and we treated each other as such the world would be would be a completely different place and definitely would there's too much there's too much negativity and division and entitlement fear. and in fear and entitlement i think um i you know I, I i watch a lot of stuff on youtube i watch like dry bar comedy which i absolutely love the comedians on there they are hilarious because i don't i don't watch mainstream television because i think most of the shows are total crap yeah. And I don't watch the news anymore because it's all crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I've been seeing though more and more, like when I'm on YouTube, I'm like, I'm trying to find something to watch more and more crap is popping up. Um, that's it. And it, none of it's positive. It's negative. I'm like, Oh my, I'm so sick of seeing these two faces and hearing about them. Who cares? And I'm so sick of it's the same thing over and over and over again. And none of it is positive. It's all negative. And it's like, come on, humans. Take care of your own household. Quit looking out your window and trying to spy and talk about what your neighbors are doing all the time. Focus on your own self, (laughs) you know, make your own little world a better place. Quit picking everybody apart. It's not like you don't have enough issues all by yourself that you need to work on. Exactly. That's what, you know, if you, if you have so much time to point your finger, you might want to stand in the mirror in front of a mirror and point at yourself first. Yeah. And, and the, the, the thing is, is that we are all flawed. Absolutely. None of us is none of us is perfect, and that and that's okay as long as you're trying to do the very best that you that you can do. And it's like it's like, and I hate to come back to it because I don't want to make you cry again, but I'm going to because <laughs> I'm not going to cry <laughs> because how long have you been doing the radio show on Fridays? Um, the veteran one. Yes, probably about twelve years. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this, I want you to t- I want to tell you what this is like for her. She gets in her car. It's Friday. She goes to the station. She talks to the her uh, co-host. They work out a plan. She does this every Friday. Every Friday. She doesn't take any time off. She doesn't get paid for it. It's all done because she has love in her heart for those guys that that gave up in many cases their body and in a lot of cases their brain um over the course of time and so she wants to help them and it's an act of service and it's an act of love and i can't think of any higher degree of anything than that um kim and that's why 
That's why you are you are so you are so special, and that's why you're you're going to be an eighty five year old lady passing out nuggets of hope, and they're going to go there goes the, the nugget lady again, <laughs> crazy nugget lady. <laughs> Little kids are going to walk up to you and go, "Can I have a nugget of hope, please?" But you know what? What a cool legacy to leave. That's I was gonna. That's where I was going to go with it. Is it's it's an absolutely awesome legacy yeah so if i'm if you know that's what people think of me or remember me by when i'm 85 or 90 or whenever you know and they're like oh she was the hope lady or oh that hope lady awesome to me that is awesome because maybe it'll stick in their head and then they want it then they'll want to do something too exactly i wanted i wanted you to think about this because i do this because i love doing it i love talking to people like you i love putting out something positive in the world but it's also part of the legacy that i am generationally leaving from my grandparents and my parents on down that that this will be what we're saying today you and i will be existence for in existence for maybe hundreds of years you know, isn't that, isn't that mind blowing when you think about it? It's a very um, important. Um, it's a very humbling. It is. It is. I I was thinking of that just the other day because I was thinking, you know, with my daughter. Um, I was thinking, you know, if she has children someday, and Grandma isn't around anymore because I'm not going to live forever. But then they go back and see a show like this, or they listen to some of my podcast episodes, which they're, you know, I'm closing in on 200, which is kind of fun. Congratulations. But all of that stuff that's out there online, it's it's there forever now. Unless, of course, the internet just completely goes away. Um, but how, what a, what's, you know, what a cool thing that you can, generations before us couldn't do that. No, we're the first generation to be able to put this type of work because I've got a bunch of CDs in the in the closet of of shows that I did in 2003. Um, they're aging, and they're they're getting. And I've also got cassette tapes, believe it or not, of shows that I did in in even before that. Yeah, and they're aging and they're not holding up well. Digital yeah. content will hold up for, for for as far as I'm concerned forever. And it, you know it's 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 fun because um, my sister took my her her uh, her family um, daughter son in law two kids down to Disneyland, and so they hung out at Disneyland all day, and then they came home, and uh, my sister wanted to watch television, so she put in one of my podcasts, which was talking about dinosaurs, and with it with a couple that have a. Um, um, a podcast called I Love Dino. And and so we were talking, I was talking to them, and one of the kids, the kids was like nine. She said, Uncle Kevin's on TV. <laughs> so it was like, you know, and they didn't watch it long because, you know, but um, but it's just we have really had an we have had an impact. Uh we've had a positive impact and, and it's going to continue. And I'm encouraging you to continue to do what you do because it's going to, it's going to be it's it is just marvelous to do to to do what you do and it's you know it's, and I'd rather have what we're doing have people look back <clears throat> or family members our kids or grandchildren whatever 
you know, after we're gone and have them be able to sit and listen and say, wow, instead of sit there and say, look what grandma used to do. You know, some of the stuff online is a little sketchy. I, I tell you, being very nice about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very aware, very cognizant of everything that we put up because I, there's a guy, you know, Joe Rogan. Yes. Yes. When he uh, retires and is done and he's got grandkids or great grandkids, or they're going to be people that are going to be truly embarrassed by some of the things that he says. Cause it doesn't make any sense. And I, yeah, I don't want that to be part of my legacy. And me neither. Me neither. Cause it, and it, I, I don't think people, you know, well, look at the young, the young people now on, on TikTok and Instagram. And I mean, look at the stuff that they're putting out there. And, and you're like, oh my goodness, you know what? You're not going to be 22 forever, sweetie. And that's not ever going away. Right. They just, they don't think of it. And I, I actually feel bad. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, sweetie. 10, even 10 years from now, you're probably going to be incredibly embarrassed by all that crap that you just put out for the last year. Because it's going to be there forever. Right. And people are going to find and it. And it. it could come back to haunt you. If you were trying, because you're in your 20s and then all of a sudden you're in your 30s. That's a whole different season of your life. Yep. And in your 30s, you're looking at your life different. You might be married and having kids or want to get married and have kids. But then other people are looking into you and they see what you used to do and post all over online 10 years ago. Their estimation of you is going to plummet and go right down the toilet. Especially uh, employers these days. because they. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Employers. Yes. They will look. And if you do, if you're doing something stupid um, or doing something that is risque or something that you should not be doing, uh, they're going to um, conclude that you don't have the brains God gave, you know, a, a rock. And, and so they're not going to hire you. And it could be a job that you really, really are qualified for and one that you really want. But to do something stupid online is just not worth it. Right. And well, it's, you know, no class. Yeah. So nope. it is. Nobody wants to hire someone that's not going to represent their company in a good manner. Well, and yeah, and also that they not only are not representing them in a good manner, but they can go back in history and find some of the really weird things that you did and then bring them forward to what's happening today. Right. And you, you can lose customers over. Businesses are really um, taking note because you can lose, if you, if you have the wrong person out there who says something off color that makes a racist, racial statement that they may think they're being funny and uh, and stuff, it's it's just... So you gotta I mean, look at, yeah, look at the world today. Look what's happening with just that. There are tons of people are fired over stuff that they have online. That's from That's, way up top to us peons down on, you know, on the bottom of the ladder. Yeah. And, and the, goodness gracious. And the interesting thing about all of us is that, you know, they, they call us content creators. Which is, I suppose, that's okay. That's they can call me anything they like. Uh, I got broad shoulders, but but uh, content creators that that we are, there are millions of us um, that are that are now quote unquote content creators. But some of them are just in it for um, to try and 
create something sensationalism. Sensationalism, yes, yes. Which is sad. It really Actually, is. I, I think it, it. I think it's kind of sad. Um, I, you know, and it might not be that for everybody. This is just my own personal opinion. I'm not tossing any negativity out there, but I think a lot of it is people doing whatever they can to overcome some hidden insecurities that they have. Or <laughs> I was working with a young lady. I got to tell the story. Haven't told it yet on the air. I'm not going to give her name because she's still on, <laughs> on doing, doing a show. And um, she was, um, I've known her for like 20 years. And she's been married three times, had a, uh, and divorced three times, had a uh, um, two-year affair with a married man, um, has been very promiscuous for, for a long time, and um, um, claims to be a psychic medium and an angel of God, all, all at the same time. And, uh, but, then, but then she got involved with QAnon. Do you know what QAnon is? No. QAnon, or I might as soon as you say it, but it's not coming to me right now. Yeah, QAnon is a the the uh, conspiracy theories that are out there that are saying people like Tom Hanks are pedophiles and and that and that oh. there was there was a pizza place in in um in Washington D.C. that was selling children and all of these weird things that they were coming up with. Well, she bought into that hook, line, and sinker. She's actually had two different websites on YouTube taken down because of the content that she's she's putting up. And she's she's going to wake up one day and figure out that none of this is true that she's spouting. And it's it's going to it's going to scar her for life. Um, it's going to it's going to be not a, not a good thing. And it's she had potential. As a matter of fact, she got a, she got a letter from uh, I happen to be tuning in one day just because I was curious what she was doing. She got a letter from one of the past listeners who said, I want the Amy back from two, before 2000. Um. Because now she's into these conspiracy theories and, and all of this stuff that, that had, that they're not ser serving anybody any good. Right. And, like and it's, it's, it's too bad that there are people that are going, but her problem was she wasn't a student of history. So she never, she didn't know. She wasn't a political person, so she didn't know how it all works. So when somebody says, no, it doesn't work like that, it works like this because you've got the dark people and the demons and the stuff like this is how it works. And she bought it hook, line, and sinker. It's too yeah. bad. You know, I've, I've, um, I've often wondered why, and I don't know this woman, so I'm certainly not judging her or putting her down because I don't know her. But there are a lot of people that I, I often want to just ask if I was able to say, have you done any research at all? Have you educated yourself on this at all before you open your mouth? Because if you have not, you will end up making yourself look stupid. And what you'll find is that a lot of people say, well, so of course I've done my research. I've been, I've, I watch Fox news every day or I watch Newsmax or I watch, and I get on, I get on these, you know, <laughs> and what they don't recognize is if you, you have to look at everything in total. You know, right. 
and, and reliable sources don't just yeah anybody can get on the internet and read but here's the other thing anybody can put anything on the internet <laughs> before you know, my... so what you're reading isn't necessarily true find the true facts you know and i'm i'm one of those people that's like all right i'm going to do my research and i will and it, it can be from a small little topic to a big topic but i will definitely do my research because i don't want to sound or end up looking stupid you know exactly. not having a clue what i'm actually and i'm certainly not going to argue with anyone about anything on any topic unless i have educated myself to a specific level that i will do it so people are trying to shove their opinion in my face by yelling getting loud typing in all capital letters i'm like <laughs> you know what your your loudness is not going to do anything to change my opinion you're just making noise right now and but your opinion is based upon fact is mine based... typically is yes i'm not just going to pull something out of thin air thin air <laughs> i almost said something <laughs> i know <laughs> i was right there with you <laughs> i knew you would be <laughs> and but but now you, <laughs> you you pull something out of out of thin air and and stuff like that you know it's like my 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 poor brother was um he's passed away now but when he was alive he did not like president obama and uh he said you know that he was born in kenya and followed the, all of that and i and i tried to point out lovingly that he was he has a birth certificate and and, and from hawaii and he was born he, there and and he grew up here and his you know and stuff and he wouldn't he wouldn't even he wouldn't even listen no no, he was born in Kenya. Everything else is that, you know, it's like because they knew he was going to be president of the United States when he was born in Kenya. And so that's why they did what they did to cover up the fact he was born in Kenya because he was going to be president of the United States. It's like you really are. You can't possibly believe that. I'm amazed, continually amazed at what people believe. Seriously. So it's like, you know, oh, my goodness. And. I don't know how many, oh goodness. And I have to literally bite. It's a good thing I work from home. Let's put it that way. I have to bite my tongue. I'm not out in public a lot. Uh, <laughs> probably a good thing. But I've never been, nor will I ever be a sheeple. A I sheeple? will never, I will never blindly follow anyone. You can't. No, but so many do. Yeah, you know, has, my, has, my mind is blown by just how many millions and millions of people, especially young people, unfortunately, blindly follow whatever the trend is or whatever this person who has become an influencer online, then they have all these millions of followers and they're like, you know, following everything they say, like it's doctrine. And you're going, oh, my goodness, what, what are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Use your brain. I, I am so fearful and I feel horrible because those people that are blindly following the, the, the crap that's just spewed out there, they will eventually end up hurt. Mm -hmm. They're going to end up hurt and they're doing it to themselves, unfortunately, because they're not taking the time to look into what it actually, now I know when you're younger, you don't think about a lot of stuff like that. But, oh, my goodness, you have so much. We have so much access to everything now. Instead of accessing all the yucky stuff, access the good stuff. 
it's out there. Exactly. Exactly. And, and there, even though the internet, you're right, there's a lot of negativity and a lot of bad stuff out there and, and people making stuff up as they go along. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm firmly believe the more and more we go down this road, the day of the guru is dead. Um, because we have to look to ourselves. And I know you talk about this on your show, as I do. You have to take care of yourself and look to yourself for what you believe and what you're going to do and to, and to take care of yourself and others and to be kind to everybody. If you do that, things are going to be okay for you, I think. Yeah. Take care. <clears throat> you got to focus on your own little slice of the world first, I think, which is, you know, yourself, your own home, your own house. If you're not mentally and physically well, you can't possibly help anyone else. No. And if you're not mentally, you know, and this took me a long time to literally a long time. I'm in my mid fifties and it really hasn't been all that long that it's like, you know what, Kim, you really, you need to give yourself time too. You need to give yourself some care too. Yep. Because I would just give, give, give all the time. Can't. All the time. And then I burn out. But then it was just like, oh, I'm just tired. It was way more than tired. Um, it was way more than tired. And I, you know, I found myself spiraling down into a little dark hole and realized, oh, okay, this is not good for me because I take everything on. I take everybody's stuff, you know, that I'm helping. And I'm sure that you've done this as well, taking on the weight of others' issues. And I've had to learn to set boundaries and be firm on my boundaries, learn to say no and learn to say, okay, you know, I'm really tired. I'm actually not feeling great today. So I'm doing nothing. Isn't and I have to, I'm still learning to not feel guilty. It, but it's a freeing experience, isn't it? It is. It is. And, but it's still hard for me, you know, cause I'm, I'm a, I'm a doer and a goer. Oh, yeah. Well, you've been doing and going your whole life for everybody else but you. Yes. And that was really hard for me to acknowledge. Seriously. I mean, and I, you know, people listening might be like, oh, for God's sakes. No, truly. I mean, it was. It was very hard. And I know there's others out there listening now, too, that are doing or have done the same thing. Millions of people. Millions. Yes. Because that's how we're raised. We're taught to be kind. Or we're, we're, well, we're taught to um, to give of ourselves to other people. And so, you know, if you've got, like, you have a daughter, and you, when she was young, you were taking care of her. And then, you know, you've got the, the husbands and the house and the job and all that stuff. And it was never ending. I don't know how women had, have done it uh, or do it because it's a never-ending never thing, and they never get done till. It's nine o'clock at night and they're falling asleep in their chair and going, why am I tired? Because they've right. been, been working at it. What did I get done today? Yeah. No, I, I, I often look back when my daughter was younger because I was constantly, constantly had other kids at the house running them back and forth to whatever practice that they were on, you know, for sports or cheerleading or dance classes and all of that stuff taking them to the movies on the weekends, all of that, still taking care of the house, working full time, and then still doing uh, project support our troops with my veterans organization. So literally it was nonstop, 
nonstop for years and years. And I look back now and I'm like, how in the world? I, I don't even know if I would have the energy to do that. I know I wouldn't have the energy to do it anymore. But it's 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 so yeah, we often overlook we overlook our own our own well-being, physical and mental. We overlook that too much. I agree. I agree. So it's it's you know, it's all by the way, we're talking with Kim Langling. Go to Kim uh Langling author. Is it, or is it author Kim Langling? Kimlanglingauthor.com <laughs> is my website. And you're you're an author of, of several books, I believe. Yes. You're supposed to say you you froze. Looking... Oh, I did? Am, oh, you're back now, my... but you did I, I don't I didn't catch your last two sentences. You completely froze. Oh, okay. Um, you've got several books out. One is uh, When Hope Found Me um, mm -hmm. and When Grace Found Me. When Grace Found Me Again, um, Real Life Stories of, uh, of, of, oh, of Women of Faith. That's very cool. And When Grace Found Me Again. So you've got three When Grace Found Me books, and now you've got When Hope Found Me I love yeah. the, I love the premise of it, and uh, and you can you can go to um, um, Amazon or I haven't gotten any books out. I got to do that. But if you go to Amazon or or talk to Kim, she'll get you a book. That's right. That's right. You can ask. You can contact me through my website as well, KimLanglingAuthor.com. But exciting stuff. Within a few months, hopefully three months or less. Still working on it. I have a new one coming out. It's called Paw Prince on the Couch. <laughs> What's that one about? About our pets. Oh, perfect. Paw, Prin oh, Paw Prince on the Couch. Yeah. And it's it's people. Um, it's an anthology, just like the When Grace Found Me series and the When Hope Found Me. Um, but it's an anthology of people. I think that I've got 15 people that are sharing their stories of their pets and how they enriched their lives and changed their lives and uh, saved them actually at times. And oh my goodness, I'm going through the editing process right now. So I've read through all of the stories and I'm writing my own, of course, in there as well. Oh, every level of emotion <laughs> that you could think of is in this. I, I am so excited to get this one out and I've been wanting to do one about pets for years and years. So uh, yeah, paw prints on the couch. That's the, that's one that's coming out. I hope to have that out in uh, at least available on Amazon in May. That will be an important piece because our oh, animals, awesome. you know, when my dad died, I was very sad. Three months later, my, my favorite dog of all time died and I cried like a baby. Um, because they mean so much to us. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so did my dad. And, uh, and he would have respected, you know, how I did that. But uh, your, your dog, say, when, when he looked at me as they were injecting into his uh, IV the last moment and with such love, with such trust, and then his eyes went dark and he died. That was, that was really, that was really hard for me. Yeah, I had the vet come to my house. I did the last one. I did. I highly recommend this, by the way. Yes, yes, because the le the less 
the less fear that your your fur baby has, you know, and I everybody focuses on those last few minutes in that last day. And I was I did the same thing when I had to say goodbye to my digger four years ago. Um <clears throat> for three weeks I was inconsolable. I literally cried every single day for three weeks. Every I woke up crying, went to bed crying. I was inconsolable. And then I, I was just like, Kim, why are you focusing on the goodbye? Mm. Why? You had him for 14 years. And oh my gosh, what a blessing. What a blessing. And all I was, I was too busy focusing on the last 24 hours. And there was 14 years prior to that that were amazing and filled with nothing but unconditional love. You know, and and that's but that's why those four those that last day, you remember so much because, you you realize that it's it's not going to be there tomorrow. Right, right. But I had to. That's what I had to tell myself to get past the sadness. You know, it was really interesting. My my dog Wesley, he's fourteen and a half, border collie, could barely walk, and it was in and then he had an intestinal thing and we couldn't figure it out and so we decided that it, it, it was going to be his day and uh so i, I called the uh um, i called around and found somebody there's actually a service in our town that will come and they have a veterinarian and they will uh, look at the, the dog to make sure that um you're making the right decision and it's not right. an emotional decision and uh, then they will help take They'll, they'll they'll see the process through and then they'll take the the body with them uh, as they leave and stuff so that it can be a complete complete deal and uh i don't know how you get messages from the other side i get messages yeah i get i get messages through music so i had the record player or not the record player but the radio playing <laughs> And uh, there were, were like three different songs that day that they seemed to be playing all the time. Three different songs that, that said, I'm going home now or going home or this is home or and I got the, I got the clear impression that what yeah. God was telling me was, look, you know, we don't look at death the same way that you guys do and that I'm going home. And I'm excited to be able to run again. Yeah. And go home. So that was, that was really, for me, that was really cool. I had three weeks after um, I had to say goodbye to Digger. And this was four years ago. And remember, I said I cried every day, woke up crying, went to bed crying for three weeks. And it was three weeks afterwards, I had this amazing dream. So real to life and it was all about him he he came to me in a dream and i woke up and immediately wrote it down and um that's going to be in this book actually that it's a dream conversation between digger and i and he's in the best possible place he can be right now mm -hmm. you know and he's like and i i'm a i'm a christian and so I firmly believe that he he is in heaven. He went to heaven and he is with God and all the other angel fur babies up there. But in my dream, he he's speaking to me. And I, I wrote stories for 
the last six years of his life online of his conversations with me. So this was nothing new to me, you know? <laughs> um, but in the dream, there's one part that he says to me, um, something about, you know, God knows that you're sad. Or I told God that you're probably really sad and missing me. And he already knew. He goes, but I also told him that you're probably, that you're stubborn. And he laughed because he already knew that too. <laughs> and in my dream, I said, Digger, you told God I was stubborn and he laughed. And she goes, he didn't laugh at you. He laughed because of you. She goes, Mom, and he said, mom, this is what he always called me. Mom, do you know what happened when God's laugh, when God laughs? And I said, no, Digger, what does, what happens when God laughs? And he said, all the souls sing. And it's as if all the love in the world is being felt and your love is here too, mom. Wow. I will. And that's, this is all from a dream. And I, I had to immediately write it down and I'm getting all teared up again <laughs> because what an amazingly beautiful thing. God laughs and all the souls sing. And it's like all the love in all the world. How incredible. And this is from my dog in my dream. <laughs> and, and it was incredibly real. And so it came actually, I believe it came from him. Oh, I firmly believe that. So, you know, people, I don't care what anybody thinks about that, <laughs> but, uh, um, cause he was, we were, we were so in tune with each other and he, he helped me through many, many, many dark times, uh, many dark times, but I've never forgotten that line, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a really special, really, and, really and that's just amazing. So it's, you know, that's going to be in this book, that, that dream conversation. Um, that's, that's how the, the, the book closes out is with that dream conversation. I, I think that's awesome. You know, one of the things that, I'm, I try and get across to people and I'm having limited success, some success, but which is, you know, when people, I have, I have friends that their mom and dad or their, their dog has died and, or whatever, and they grieve for, for it seems like forever. Mm -hmm. And, um, what I keep telling them is first of all, they love you. Secondly, they don't want you to grieve. They want you to be happy. And if they could be here, they would, they can't, but they want you to be happy and to live your life to the very fullest so that when you're reunited with us again, you can have some wonderful stories that we can share together. Right. Yeah. You know, I was just, my mom just recently had to put her little guy down. Yeah. And that was, that was just three weeks ago. So she's, she's crushed. Yeah. You know, and, and I keep saying, mom, I know, I know, I know how hard this is. Then she's 80 and she goes, it wouldn't be fair for me to get another dog. Cause I, the dog would outlive me and right. I can't, I can't guarantee that someone would take them. And everybody else in the family has big dogs. Mom gets those little tiny dogs. Well, when you get to be 80, a little tiny dog with little tiny poop is a better place to be. Yeah. <laughs> Well, her thing is Shih Tzus. So that her last three dogs have been Shih Tzus. And then, you know, we always, the Shih Tzus. So we call them the little Shih Tzus. Um, but uh, I, so I was like, the rest of us in the family, though, we all have large dogs. 
And I said, you can't just assume that we would be able to take another. And she's like, no, no, I know I've, you know, I've thought about it, but it's, she's struggling with it because she's always had a dog and she's retired and she's 80 and, you know, she's home all day by herself. And it's like, she wants something. She's, she doesn't know what to do with herself right now. Right. Right. Well, you know, for, for us older folk, uh, cause I, I live in a retirement community, um, that uh, 55 plus and a lot of people that have nothing quite literally, they're all retired. They have nothing else to do in life. So they get a dog so they can get out and walk the dog. And you yeah. have to get out if you have an animal. Yeah. You have to get outside. Yeah. You have got no choice because it's either going to do it outside or it's going to do it inside. And you don't want to do it inside. And and it, so there's actually a group of people here that all have dogs that have kind of formed a little community to where they're walking back and forth. And, and they stop and say hello to the dogs. And they all know each other's names and the dog's names and all that kind of stuff. I don't have a dog because I've got, number one, it, it killed me to lose the last one. But, but I'm also too busy. And uh, I don't want to have to, you know, worry about that. And, and you know. Who knows? Who knows how long we'll live? So, uh, right, right. I'm thankful for mine because it, you know, and I've, you know, I, I adopted another one after Digger. Took me six months, but six months later, I was like, oh, I think I have to do this again. Um, but I, you know, I got another big dog. I'm, I'm thankful for it because I, <clears throat> being outside, that's where I breathe. You know, that's where I just, <sighs> okay, you know, we're out there at six o'clock in the morning you know, every day and numerous times throughout the day. Cause I work from home, but he nudges me. He'll tell me, all right. And he holds, he's starting to know now where it's like, all right, mom's getting tired or mom's getting edgy. She's getting a little antsy and he'll start nudging me and I'll be like, what? And then I'll be like, Oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Let's go outside. So it's kind of, he's in tune with me now, you know, he's learned now. Um, but I wouldn't have it any other way. And yeah, you do. You you have to plan things around your dog. You know, yeah. if you want to travel or do certain things, you do have to plan. And it's, you know, there's expense involved. It's like having another child. Um, and it's not for everybody. You know, if you can't financially, if you, if you cannot financially take care of a dog, don't get one. Correct. I agree with that completely. Tim Langling has been has been our guest. I've been keeping you. I've been talking to you for well over uh, an hour and forty minutes, my dear. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) And you're back in Pennsylvania, so it's time for dinner. It's past time for dinner. Well, yeah, it's about twenty till twenty till eight p.m. Yeah. Yes, yes, indeed. So go to Kim Kim Langling Author dot com. And you can find out all the information you need to about her. Go to her website, Let Fear Bounce. Um, they can just go to their favorite uh, podcast uh, uh, site, right? And, and oh, and- yeah, yeah, it's on you know Apple and um, Spotify. You know all the regular normal stuff. You can literally just Google Let Fear Bounce, and you'll find it somewhere. Yeah, which is which is really cool. And um, I really appreciate you and I really, I really like what you're doing. So just keep on keeping on. Okay. You do the same thing, man. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait right there. I'll be right back.
Hey, thanks for enjoying this episode all the way to the end. Please give us a like and subscribe to this channel. This has been a production of PositiveTalkRadio.net. Please visit our website, oddly named PositiveTalkRadio.net, for more details about us and our mission, which is to provide great positive programming designed to inspire us all. I'm Kevin McDonald, and I'm proud of these shows, and I truly hope that you'll like them and share them with friends and family. So on behalf of our entire team, remember, be kind to one another because... 